0: welcome to the reframing eye care podcast i am your host dr maria sampalas our guest today is samuel waxman and we'll be talking about life insurance for optometrists uh, if, for those of you that do not know sam uh, he is a licensed life insurance and living benefits advisor who has been in uh, financial services to, since 2011. he holds the following designations certified financial planner chartered life underwriter certified health insurance specialist and certified executive advisor. Um, He helps professionals with insurance and executive plans and recently, um, you know, uh, helps uh, new grads, business owners, and uh, high earning professionals. So thank you, Sam, for coming on the podcast today.
1: Thanks so much, Maria. Happy to be here. Excited.
0: Um, I want to talk about life insurance because, you know, it's something that a lot of us don't talk about the new grads coming out and, you know, new practice owners, uh, give us some um, general overview. What is life insurance?
1: So life insurance is meant to protect a person, a person's beneficiaries in their estate when they pass away. It's really as simple as that as a death benefit that's meant to protect what a person has for somebody else. There's a couple of different ways a person would maybe look at life insurance. There's the option of protection planning, which is meant to protect somebody when they're young. And they've got a family or they have a large amount of assets they want to protect, or there's the long-term estate planning, which is less of a protection and more of a protecting the next generation, protecting their estate, making sure the tax are taken care of all different types of reasons like that.
0: Yeah. Now, I mean, I feel it's important. I have kids, but for a lot of young ODs, they might not feel so. Do you, if, if you're young and healthy, do you need health insurance?
1: So, Within life insurance, and typically people would say, yeah, I'm young and healthy, I'm invincible, I don't need it. That's when you start thinking about it. So we talk to new graduate optometrists all the time, have lots of optometrists, whether they're brand fresh out of school or they're later in life by practices, and the needs are constantly different. If you're somebody who's young, you're healthy, and you have a family or a mortgage, yes, you absolutely want to get some insurance, protect your family, protect that mortgage. If on the flip side, you have no dependents, you're fresh out of school, you're just starting, you don't really need it. What we tell people is there's two reasons why maybe you would get it. One is if you do have a large amount of student debt, people graduate school with crazy amounts of debt now. And when you take out provincial student debt, the government is nice enough to wipe it away if you pass away. But then the interest gets really high in the provincial debt. As soon as you stop working, most people transfer it to a bank. That bank is not as nice enough to wipe it away upon death. So people have a cosigner, or if they don't want somebody else to be on the hook for their debt if they pass away, then that's a reason to look at life insurance. On the flip side, if you have no debt, you have no dependents, you're brand new, you're fresh out of school, no, you don't need it. Maybe you're going to think about it because you're like, hey, this gets really expensive. This is a good financial planning opportunity. I want to look into it now. That's something you could look into
0: Excellent. Now, I, um, what are, you know, if, if, if you do have no dependents, you know, you said you don't need it, but um, mm-hmm. give us a simple as like the term versus permanent and what the scenario would be like for dependents.
1: Yep. So I like to look at life insurance as a mountain. This is my kind of go-to example I always use. When I was 24, I joined the insurance insurance, but I was at the bottom of the mountain. I didn't need life insurance. I got some of it, because I understood how important it is. I understood that I could pay it off over time and pay it up quicker. And my premiums would be a lesser because I'm 24 and I'm younger. So I took some permanent insurance. Permanent insurance is kind of like buying an asset or a home. You have covered, the price stays the same forever, it could be paid up sooner, and you never have to worry about the cost increasing. If you ever need to cancel it, there's a value there. That value could be taxable, but there's a value there. You go up the mountain, you get to where I am now. You've got a mortgage, you've got kids, you've got a need for a large amount of life insurance. and You don't want to spend thousands of dollars a month on it. That's when you get term insurance. Term insurance is very reasonable and it protects you for those needs we've talked about. The family planning, the mortgage planning, all those different kinds of things. The, op- the business owners maybe, which we can discuss afterwards, but they're kind of planning as well. Then you go back down that mountain, you get to where... My parents' generation is, as an example, an older apartment, maybe in their 60s, who doesn't have a mortgage, doesn't have kids who are dependent on them anymore. Their need is less about protection planning, and their need is more of a tax and estate planning. That's when you look at permanent insurance again. So it's very scenario dependent. It depends on what stage of life you're at to decide does term make sense? The permanent makes sense Do I get a little bit of both. That happens all the time as well, where somebody will say, well, I really like permanent, but I really need a lot of term. Can I get a lot of term and a little bit of permanent and do a hybrid? Absolutely. Now do you
0: feel that term should be done where you have maybe a partner and you buy both together, bought a practice and took a loan out? Is that something that is done as, as well? A
1: hundred percent. So when you're looking at corporate insurance planning, for a business owner, somebody buys into their practice, there's three things, three types of reasons why they're gonna look at insurance to protect them. Reason number one is exactly what you mentioned, and that's basically buy-sell insurance planning. That says that if you have two optometrists who buy a practice together, and if one of them passes away, they don't want the other person's spouse coming into the practice, they wanna make sure the shares are paid out to their family and the other partner can run the business as it is, that's when you get a buy-sell policy. That, the business owns, the business pays, the business is the beneficiary, and each doc is the insured. And what it does is it protects them and their families if something were to happen for them. The other type, similar to what you mentioned as well, is loan protection. If you had to take out a million dollar loan to buy into your practice because you had to buy the land and the office building and the equipment and some goodwill, and the bank gave you the million bucks, but is worried that if you pass away next week, what happens to a million dollar loan? Yes, life insurance is an amazing asset for that. The third type of corporate life insurance planning somebody would really consider is key person protection. This may be on themselves. Usually it's on a different person within the practice, whether that be a high earning doctor or a, non, uh, a non-profit sharing partner maybe where you're not as worried about them for that reason, but if they pass away, the business is impacted and you want to have the business take some insurance planning on them to protect that, that is something people do as well.
0: I wanted to ask something about that. So in some of the locations in the past, um, some corporate locations, one of the benefits is term life insurance. Um, Now, is that where you're talking about where, but is that also a benefit for my family if I passed away they provided that benefit. They probably have both ends, I would imagine, but I didn't know about that.
1: Correct. So it depends how you're structuring it. So it's always important to make sure you have the family protection. Or right? if you've got young kids, you got a mortgage, you want to make sure that's covered. But if you have a if you also own the business, you can there's creative ways you can do it through the business. Additionally, if you have business partners, you want to make sure the business partners are protected. So if you're taking out a buy-sell insurance plan, let's just say that covers the need where if you pass away, your family's taken care of. Your actual need for family planning is probably less because you've got a lot of it in the business. It's important to understand that it gets paid out to the business and then it gets paid to your estate. So it takes a little bit longer to get to your family, but it does still absolutely get there. It just has to pass through the extra channel.
0: And the amount that we choose depends on our loan,
1: what our lifestyle is, things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to make sure that the loan is protected. You want to make sure that you want to make sure your shares are your share value is protected. You want to make sure that your family has enough protection for all your children to go to post-secondary school for free, that they can live the life they're accustomed to without having to worry about scratching up income, that the mortgage is taken care of all different reasons. It's important to work with an advisor who actually goes through a proper needs analysis with you, and asks all those questions gets an understanding of your financial situation as opposed to somebody who just spits out and says yeah you need a million bucks that's easy that'll cover you doesn't work like that
0: yeah can you give us some information like how to choose a company advisor and, and like who offers these things
1: 100 percent. so within canada there's about 16 registered carriers that offer life insurance a lot more uh in the united states When you're looking at the carrier you want to look at, you want to make sure that they offer all types of products for life insurance, so not just term insurance, not just permanent insurance, but both. Because you have the flexibility to turn your term insurance into permanent insurance without any medicals at certain stages in that policy. So you want to make sure the company you go with has the ability to do that. You want to make sure that company's policies, their term policies are renewable and convertible which means the insurance company can't just change your policy on you, that you have the option to do those changes. That's how you really, you want to, and you want to obviously want to make sure that they're reasonable in comparison to the market. You're not going with the highest company, but you're not going with the lowest company that you've never heard of, that you're going to worry about paying a death claim. When I talk to clients all the time, I'll tell them, maybe we're going on a term policy. We may be going with the fifth cheapest company, but that's because I haven't heard of the first two companies and then the next two don't have good convertibility options. So it's worth paying the extra $1.50 a month to know you have peace of mind and safety. When you're then picking that company, it's also a matter of working with that advisor. So you want to make sure your advisor is totally independent. They don't work for one carrier only, but they can provide the full gamut of coverage.
0: Is there like a website like Bankrate where you can kind of check uh, different things for, for life insurance? Is there like a like to compare and get research?
1: So yes, but it's not good, unfortunately. I wish there was. Uh, you could Google life insurance rates and spit your numbers in. It'll throw you out some information, but you're not going to really know if you're looking at the right amount of coverage. You're also not going to know that if, as I mentioned, if one company is much cheaper, cheaper, why are they cheaper? Is it because they don't have good convertibility? Is it because they don't ask you the proper medical questions, which is important because you want to make sure you're getting asked those questions So you, a claim can never be denied. Um, so it's really a matter of finding that advisor that's independent and just being able to trust them because they will be able to guide you.
0: Yeah. I think that's very important. Hopefully, you know, we all, you know, have this safety and, 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 for life insurance, um, hopefully we never have to use it. Um, but I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast, giving us some information for optometrists. I think life insurance is a important topic, um, and different stages in our career. And I think you gave us some good insight on it's just more than just a death benefit for our family, just how we can use it in our practices too. And for student loans, for buying a practice for your partner, um, And, and obviously for your family too, of course, that's very important. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.